Hello. Hello there, John Paul Smith. Right, we're just, we're just waiting on Ian Divot to come in. Uh, I've just sent it to his email, so he should be in as we are speaking. The one and only. The one and only. The one and only Ian Dybal. Now, oh, tell me this, mate. What's been happening to your day? How's, how, how's your day went? Maxo relaxo. Perfect. Just um, down at my parents for dinner there, so. There he oh, is. Hot, hot on the trot, Ian Dybal. How are you doing, Ian? Not bad, yourself. Oh, brilliant, mate. I was just talking about you there, mate, saying that you make a good dinner. All good things, I hope. <laughs> we're only kidding. We're only kidding. John Paul was at his mum's for dinner tonight. That's what we're talking about. How are you doing? How's your, how's your day been going? Are you talking to me or JP? You, mate. Me, mate. <laughs> uh, I with a good day today. Uh, me and my wife went over to the West End and had a nice walk. Uh, we stopped in by JP's favourite. I was actually meaning to send you a little picture. I was in Wudon. Oh, nice. <laughs> and... Uh, I had some salt and pepper chicken, probably the best salt and pepper chicken I've had. Uh, so shout out to Wudon in the West End. And then we went to Loop and Scoop because the wife oh. was craving it when I'd been there for oh, eight months because nice. we knew that because it was when our mum visited from America at Christmas last year. So well, it's been a while. Oh, so, geez, uh, thanks for the invite on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I was, but it was, it, I then went to, I went through a, a Trun. For a week, uh, we got John Dart and I was on the beach myself. But it was good, it was good, we, oh, a good we day for myself. Yes, Mate, you're absolutely right. It was Lonersville. I was like, I was walking a book a lot, but there was people talking to me. It was quite nice. Now they still like, oh, there's, there's a wee guy sitting in his cell. <laughs> and I was walking and I was like, oh, yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? That's a lovely day. So I felt, hold on, little Jack, hold on, Jack. What the other one, Jack? It was hashtag lonesome time. But I will talk about that in another podcast. <laughs> right, so but tonight's tonight's podcast is going to be about nine eleven, and although obviously it's been a wee bit, of, it's, it's happened a good wee while ago. But obviously we're talking about it's just here, uh, it's the beginning of the anniversary of it all, isn't it? I mean, it's been a, a good few years now, but as I say, it's just past September eleventh. Uh, so year anniversary. That's that nineteen year anniversary. Thanks for that, John Paul. So, 19 years anniversary, aye, uh, it's, there's been a lot of people talking about it, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So, uh, what's your thoughts initially on that, boys? And we'll start with you, Ian. Well, uh, first of all, I was I was 13. I think everybody remembers where they were at the time. Uh, it's one of them, you know, staples where you, you always know where you were. So, I was at school. I came home for dinner. And uh, it was on the TV, so to me, I, I didn't really take the take it all in. It was like, what's this on TV? Is this some kind of film? Or, like I didn't understand. So it wasn't until my mid mid twenties where I started to realise that how you know the severity and how many people died, and and it was a tragedy. Yeah. But um, because we're on here to talk conspiratorial, and because that's the way my life's kind of turned in the last few years, uh, obviously we'll be going into that with some hopefully some nice. facts and things that we can share to yeah. kind of because because for me there are the, the conversations i have with people who will describe as not awake like not awake to the way the world is running i always ask them basically what's your thoughts on 9-11 jfk 
Um, well, I think mainly those two. And if they yeah. believe the official narrative on those two uh, events, then they're basically, you know, they're not a lost cause. It's kind of, I want to say a lost cause, but I don't want to be rude. But you know what I mean? They're, they're kind of, I, I believe that most people in the world now believe that, that, that 9-11 and JFK isn't, you know, isn't what it seems. So no, hopefully I, tonight, JP and I and... Your side, well, obviously, I'm like, I'm a wee bit as no as clued up as you two guys, but I think you understand what you mean by that. Obviously, people believe in obviously the mainstream media because it's all it's always there and it's all that's all we've ever known. So, when you've got the mainstream media for most days, it's a case of, well, why would somebody lie? Do you know what I mean? So, why would people lie about stuff? But, like I say, it's good, it's good to, to start to talk to guys like yourself mm-hmm. uh, and this is the reason why we wanted to start this podcast because there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the world and we kinda, we're kind of going like no that doesn't does not make any sense mm-hmm. uh, so and like I say you're quite caught up in this so it'd be really good so what about you John Paul well, it's what a do, bit what like you... what I said to you the other day it's when does a coincidence become too much a coincidence and that's when yep. you start to question things like wait a minute here um, so that that's what sort of got me questioning things as well. But again, back onto this, I was twenty one um, at the time. I was working for Arnold Clark, and I was in the car showroom, and the news was on in the corner for like the customers area. And I thought I was, I, th- I thought it was a movie it was on. No. And my boss brother stayed in America, and then I went up and I seen a plane hit the twin towers, and I, I remember running in and seeing boss, 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 it's been a Plane crash into the towers, and it was like what, you know? And have you have you ever heard? Have you ever heard? Have you ever asked? Uh, and, I, and I think that people that are going to be listening to this, right? I think it's a lot of young people that weren't even born. Yeah. Then remember, nineteen years. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's a long time. So there's a lot of people that might be listening to this uh, podcast. Call it like right, what? What is it? So have you ever asked Alexa what it was? No. <laughs> No. Read the reaction you get for Alexa. So, Alexa, what happened on 9 11? The September 11th attacks, also referred to as 9 11, were a series of four coordinated terrorist attacks by the Islamic terrorist group Al Qaeda on the United States on the morning of Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. Four passenger airplanes were hijacked. Two of the planes crashed into the north and south towers of the World Trade Center complex in New York City. The first plane hit the north tower at 8.46 a.m. and the second hit the south tower at 9.03 a.m. The south tower collapsed at 9.59 a.m. and the north tower fell at 10.28 a.m. Fires caused by the fall of the north tower led to the collapse of 7 World Trade Center at 5.21 p.m. A third plane crashed into the Pentagon in Arlington County, Virginia leading to a partial collapse of the building's western side. The fourth plane initially was steered toward Washington, D.C., but crashed into a field in Stone County, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, yep. after its passengers tried to overcome the hijackers. The attacks killed 2,996 people and injured over 6,000 others. Right, so that's what, that's what obviously, that's what people, right, if, when you ask Alexa or anybody like that, these are the that's the mainstream media and that's the story that you will be given. Yeah, it's a so, line. Yep. So understand that. So this is this is obviously what people are getting told by the mainstream media, right? So that's obviously what you're going to get. So on on that, 
What would you disagree with and what would you say? Can I start? Yeah, when you go, John Paul. So, I mean, there's so many questions, you know, that have to be asked and, and answered, you know, and there's, was, were there bombs in the tower? Um, mm-hmm. Can jet fuel really soft and steel, you know? Um, yep. These, yeah, but these images yeah. you see, uh, two towers falling simultaneously, right, under 10 seconds, like a controlled explosion. Tower 7 coming down when there's nothing near it. It's just, what, you know? It, Aye. It's very interesting, and I, I mentioned to you earlier, Paul, when I was speaking to you, I've watched a couple yep. of documentaries lately on it, and it, which are not on your mainstream, where you could have just click on Netflix and stuff and watch it. Aye. And some of this, the stuff that they show you, and, you know, and it's, again, that's too much a coincidence, that's too much a coincidence on it, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the start of one of them, there was a manifest sent out, and it was to, to change from exercise to intervention um, to Cuba, okay? And it was uh, to coordinate incidents uh, around Guantanamo Bay in it, and it appeared as if the uh, group had been hostile. And it was just like, they're just telling you to start, you know, start rumours, many rumours on clandestine radio, right? <laughs> Land-friendly Cuban in uniforms over the fence to stage the attack on base. Um, what else was there? Capture Cuban-friendly um, sabotage inside the base. Uh, other one was start riots near the base of the main gate, and then it was like friendly Cubans, brackets. So I was like, what the hell? And this was years, years ago, and there was the same type of thing then done about the Pentagon, um, about the Twin Towers in the Pentagon. So, so these aye, things, so... the chief of staff are sending out these things, saying, let's do this, you know? Yeah. Ian, Ian Dave, what would you think about that? What would you say about that? Uh, aye, there's definitely a lot of shadiness going on, but I, I want to take you, everyone remembers the 11th of September, but really the 10th of September is the day that we should remember the most because that was when Donald Rumsfeld, the head of the Pentagon, came out and released statements that uh, they were actually missing $2.3 trillion. Um, and the the guy who built them actually insured them again uh, just not long before that. That's correct, Ian. That was something that I was talking to Ian just earlier. Mm-hmm. And also what he did, he just secured a 99-year lease on the Trade right. Centre just months before it and insured it for $4.5 billion. Jeez, oh man, yeah. that's absolutely <laughs> shocking. <laughs> it's like mm. alarm bell, alarm bells going off everywhere. Uh, quite literally, alarm bells going off for that. And so, just just go back a couple of steps, right? So, explain it to me again. So, Donald Rumsfeld, what, what was what did you say he done, Ian? Uh, he he. Um, two seconds, I've got it here. It was on tenth on, on September the tenth, two thousand one. Rumsfeld reported two point three trillion missing from the Pentagon. Uh, Zakian. That's trillion. That's trillion. Yeah, trillion. So that's not 
you know, that, that's huge money. I know, I know to us it's <laughs> money anyway, but to even to a government, that is huge money. You know, the trillions and billions is like when you start taking notice for them, millions is, is spare change. So mm -hmm. this wasn't just uh, something that could be washed under the carpet. So um, I think when we get later so on... Can I, in, can I ask, Ian, uh, 2.3 trillion? Uh, how many not? How many knots is that? Oh, don't ask me. Ask Gerard. No, I ask Gerard. Right. So, but two point three trillion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't you don't say that in many many uh, sentences during your your deal day, but because we can't even think about it. It's just it's a mammoth amount that just wasn't even coming out of your head. Yeah. So two point three trillion, uh, that is just massive. On the tenth, that's what was said, right? So, so can I continue. Guy, can I also add that? See, when they built these towers, they actually came out and said that the the towers were built to withstand Boeing yeah. jets. Like they actually came out and said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's just so ironic, and and the, obviously when people watch them, and when when a building falls at free fall speed, you have to really understand. Like for me. Before I got into conspiracies, I looked at the buildings falling and I'm like, but, you know, a, a, a plane hits it at, say, the, the 100th floor. See, the, the first 50, 60 flights, of, you know, that building, they're untouched. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get yeah. why a building would fall. Like, I, that's just the way I think as a, as a person anyway. So when I got into all this, I was like, you know, it, it was more emphasized. People looked into it, but... You know, obviously, when the, the plane's hitting it, it's going to get a rock. But the sturdy beams at the very base, you know, when the, at the entrance to the door, they wouldn't know. Like, okay, the heat might travel down, but you know. The... So see the so see the buildings, right? The buildings, what you're saying, were, were made and were built to withstand Boeing jets, mm -hmm. right? Were they were they built to withstand Boeing jets with more bombs in them? Aye, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's also here well, as well. I've got written down. Was there actually planes? Uh, there, there are other theories in it, and I think this is where a lot of people lose people uh, by trying to wake them up. Because when you start telling them that there were there were no planes that, and I mean, I I know there's a lot. I, I think I'm starting to sway towards that there as, actually wasn't any planes. I think it was more like uh, what's the word, JP, uh, HI, CGI, holograms, because they do have the technologies. If you want to look up there, they do things in the sky over in like Jerusalem. There was a, a hologram in the sky, um, and that was debunked as well. It was like Operation Blue Beam. So yeah. there is there is theories to that, and 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 I think for the purpose of waking your friends up, I wouldn't go down that route because you kind of start to lose them, and you maybe get people getting angry, saying, "Well, what happened to the the victims?" You know, the the calls and that, but. And then again, when you when you go down to ground zero, and I mean, I wasn't there, but I've heard a lot of people saying there was no debris of these planes, yeah. um, especially in the one that that landed in the Pentagon, um, and the one that also landed in the in the ground and made a big huge hole. Yeah, um, there was nothing at all, was there? There was, there was nothing. There was, yeah, um, it was just a no crater. bodies, no luggage, no nothing. Yeah. So go okay, back steps. Just another couple of steps back. Explain to me again slowly what you just said there. Well, see, um, nowadays, I mean, this is 2020, and we were always told that we are 50 years behind what they actually have. So we're getting these iPhone 10s and things and, and what they can do. But we actually think that they're 50 years in advance of us. 
So right. a lot of people believe that these planes were just holograms, um, like basically a projection. Like that's that's to dumb it down. That's how I would describe it. Like you know that when you project something onto a screen to watch, you know your TV, it's basically that that's in the a sky. That's a that's a massive. That is massive. I know. Statement to make, yeah. and and obviously. We're no experts, but mm. what, what you have done is you've found out. Uh, so, where, where would you find this information out that, that people are talking about these uh, holograms and, and stuff like that? Where did you find this information out? Um, I've I've where been did... listening to podcasts for two years now, so it's like the problem with me is I don't like research one thing like nine eleven or JFK yeah. and stick to it for six state can six months or you know really really get down to it. So hopefully that's what this podcast will push us all to do, um, is to to stick into just one subject. But I'm going off of what I've picked up on multiple podcasts, and it's not something I've you know any listeners that are kind of not awake just now. This might be hard to hear, but like the whole hologram yeah. theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the bottom line is is that you, you know hopefully after this podcast you'll realise where we're coming from and how it wasn't. The, yeah, the I and just to just to let people know, just to let people be straight, we are no experts. This is just sure. information that we have found out, yeah. and we're relaying. It's not as if we are saying that this stuff never happened, mm-hmm. and it's it's all a lie because say, obviously, aye, there's, there's a lot of families. but it's just it's found, information you guys have found out. Aye, and if I can jump in, mm-hmm. uh, I, of course. when you're asking Ian where he found out, I recently watched Liz Change. Um, and that was right, a okay. movie that was brought out um, about this, and it was more showing you things that happened. It wasn't actually saying this, that, this, and the other. It was making you make your own mind up about things. It was just, look, this happened. What do you think? You know, make mm-hmm. your own mind up. This happened. Right. And what you were saying there about the flames, Ian, and how we think it maybe have been like a CGI is because. It was showing you the like, impact of planes, even like a bird hitting the front of a plane, the damage it does, right? But what they were saying is when that plane went through, it basically sliced through like butter, Aye, through all yeah. the pillars, right? Through all those steel, iron and concrete beams and right through the other side, right? It just when it happened. You see your planes, the, 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 the wings would go straight away. As well, it would just you know just split up, but it would just blow up and an impact. To be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. so there's all these things. You know how could a plane actually go in and do what they said it did? You know mm-hmm. the dis- destruction. Um, it's and again, it's when you start to see the other things and the things you tell you, and you get in scientists saying. You know, if that was to happen, this would be the results. And there's, mate, there's loads of stuff out there. Um, and we don't, we don't just watch one program. We'll watch the pros and cons. We'll watch the negative. We'll watch the stuff people say is not true, you know. And we'll Aye. see it from both sides, mate. We don't just go in and go, Aye. that's what we believe. I, I think I think as well, we, I think the very first one, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first one that came out was Michael Moore on the Fahrenheit 9-11. And when I watched the Fahrenheit 9-11, I'm thinking to myself, an absolute fix. This is a fix. Aye. The, the total fix. Uh, how can people not see that? And it, it just went quiet for me after that. I don't, it just seemed to be so... Un- that's it. There was un- so many stuff they never produced. The evidence they never produced. Even the building itself, 
the mayor of London, as soon as they could, they basically got rid of the debris and shipped it abroad. You know, so the investigators, the only people who got in to that stuff was the demolition people. Yep, JP, wow. that's, that's that's amazing. You remember that because I remember that. I like I heard that about a year ago, and I was like, "That's crazy. That is definitely yeah. crazy." They didn't want the the debris analyzed nope. because there's actually a book out there. There's a book out there by a woman. I wish I could remember her name, and she, I think she's the main proponent of the the hologram theory because when she was at Ground Zero and seeing the debris. It was basically dust. Like there was yes. no big bricks. There was it hardly was. any big bricks and things. And she thinks that it was hit by a hologram type drone, and yes. uh, maybe with a bomb on it. And yes. the 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 concrete and everything was just vaporized yeah. to, to dust. And she's got a book, and I'm sure our book has the word dust in it. Mm. I'll, I'll definitely we'll we'll link that into the when we post this. You know, uh, the thing is, in. Paul, there's so much we can talk about this for days on end there's mm -hmm. so much no, things no. it keeps flashing into your mind um so we'll try and keep it structured and go through <laughs> stages and, and events yeah, yeah. i know we'll, we kind of keep flying back and forward but yeah, again, yeah no, but it gives his eye of course again there's so many things one thing i would like to bring up right was uh fbi agent um who incidentally was the head of security for the tower Twin Towers at the time, right? World Trade Center, sorry. Um, I think it was it, uh, John McLean, I think was his name. Um, and this guy was like a bright agent, right? In Everton. But there was another terrorist, right? And I can't remember his full name, Yusuf or something. And they basically, he got him, right? And it was very interesting, right? They were basically caught, eventually caught him. This guy was so elusive, it took him forever, but he got him. They flew him back into America. He's in a chopper. He's got a hood over his head, right? And one of the guys said to him, can we take his hood off? And the guy's like, okay. And it was just at the point where they were in eye line of the Twin Towers and everybody could see him looking at them. And then uh, somebody said, oh, look, they're still standing. And he went, yes, if we only had enough money, they wouldn't. <laughs> that was his yeah. comment. Ah, right, okay. So this is a guy that's been they've this been after, they've been able to get right. right so this is another uh, Bin Laden's uh, uh, guys or something, you know. But it's you know this was before this was years before it actually happened, you know. But they, they knew something was going to happen, you know. There was always <laughs> these threats put out there, and I think as my as another wee thing that's flashed in my head there again, and I'll very quickly run through this. Back in two thousand, right, the Pentagon actually did a model um, of. Uh, and a sort of test of a plane crashing into the Pentagon, what would happen as well. It's mad. Ah, so right, all, okay. uh, all these sort of things that happened have been sort of done, but as in a role play sort of thing, sort of tested as well. And the funny thing, see the plane that went to the Pentagon actually hit um, the, 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 the poles, like, I think it was light lampposts and stuff like that, and it didn't actually get to it, right? And the only footage to show you on it is from the like, security, general security gates, the CCTV for there, and it's edited, and all you see is the flash when it blew up, um, so you don't even see like, any impact. And they were just saying, there's so many things, just doesn't add up, you know? It's mad. Aye. So, uh, for you, what doesn't add up for you, Ian? But what, what's the first thing that 
you came across and you're well, saying that doesn't add up. Well, I tell you another one. Uh, everyone remembers that the two. When you asked Alexa, did it say four buildings were were hit for attacks? Because you had it, the two I, the two towers, and um, you had the pen, I, pen four tower. aircrafts. What's that? Four aircrafts. I said four. Aye. Did say four. So the, uh, aye. So there was four aircraft. So one hit one tower, one hit another tower, one hit the Pentagon, and one missed and hit like a just a, a field basically. Field. Yeah. So I'll ask you guys why. Do you know about building six and building seven? Yes. Yes. Well, I think a lot of people do know about building seven because I actually saw this year uh, when I went to look for it, I found it. It was the footage of a news reporter, probably CNN, and the the you know the behind her as she's reporting is the you know the two towers and that and as she's reporting telling us that the towers are on fire she's also telling us that building sevens also fell as well and it isn't it's oh, there yeah. in the background yes um and that was like kind of the one that no one talked about but there was these clips flying about the internet and you know people who were there would talk about it but it wasn't really in the news but only this year in the in the last year I actually listened to a podcast religiously every week and he had a swap cast with another podcaster who is considered like the OG of podcasts, conspiracy podcasts. And he had to tell this OG about Building 6. He never knew about Building 6. Building 6 actually was hollowed out. And I'm not going to talk too much on Building 6 because I'm not clued up because, like I said, I've only just learned about it. But I've got it up here on my phone screen and if you look at it, building six was hollowed out. So the walls are kind of, the, the foundations are still there, but the, it's hollowed out. Um, and that happened the same day. Um, we were told that building seven was an office fire and it imploded and fell on itself. Um, and then building six is never mentioned. Like no one talks about it, Aye. but but it happened. And it happened just a few, you know, it was in the same area as, uh, as all the other destruction. But that's uh, why I'm saying there's four, four planes four attacks but uh like what four four buildings fell and the pentagon got hit so yeah. um see another interesting definitely... thing and very quickly um on the plane thing and just again as i said to paul things keep popping back up there was um basically put options on beyond on american airlines and it was like six times as much as it, the normal trading would be in a day and then it was like 20 times as much like a few months later. And then like, like masses of amounts of put options were put on beyond and uh, the airlines as well. So all these things, you know, that this lease getting renewed for 99 years, the insurance policy, $4.5 billion, um, put options been put on the airlines, you know, all these things. Why? Because something new, somebody knew something was going on. Somebody was going to gain financial gain for this. Because when you, you said to me, John Paul, as well, they, they knew this was going to happen. When you say they knew this was going to happen, who are you talking about? Well, United States government. I would say so I'm directly hope... responsible for the tax. And... Uh, aye, so obviously, uh, the it was uh, who, who was it getting blamed for the tax? Again, Bin Laden. Bin Laden get blamed for the tax, right? Listen, aye. Paul. The reason for it all is about war, right? And again, they want to go. Bin Laden done it. He's done the towers. Guess what? We're going to war. Give some money. Aye. Fund that war. Who's going to fund it? 
Rothschild. You know, that's the kind of scenario Aye. we're looking at here. You know, mm-hmm. and they're, every, they're actually funding war. these guys, you know, giving them weapons, money for weapons, letting them do stuff to create war. And it's all about the billions of dollars they make for having war. Yeah, it's that. it's bank it's banking wars. Uh, every war since the early 1900s has been a banking war. Even the ones that we don't really hear about uh, mm-hmm. that, that Obama can call, you know, um, just battles. Basically, what is it he called them instead of calling them wars? Because a lot of people don't know that. See, for us, any country to go into war, they have to have like the the approval of the citizens. They can't just go to yeah. war. So they talk about it in Congress, but Obama, who was a Democrat, who are supposed to be the ones who are all about all love and empathy, uh, yeah. took, took America from like being in two wars to like seven in the space of his eight years, um, and he called them it was it civil, he called them something that wasn't war just to get around that, you know, so he didn't need the uh, approval of his people, um, mm-hmm. and also like what JP was just saying, the reason for these false flags as such and anyone that doesn't believe in this i'll I'll point you back to the first false flag in my opinion which was operation northwoods and uh, i'll just touch on it to, to get is an idea that this kind of thing does happen and if you believe it happens you must believe that Aye. things evolve and and uh-huh. you, you can't think that it just gets forgotten about and they don't do it again Aiden, so operation... just on obama very quickly yep. jump hate to jump in but yep. it, it, it was estimated that in his time in, the, in power, mm-hmm. he dropped seventy-two bombs every day. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was You're joking. Hold on a minute. To the Putin, hold on a hold, hold it. Afghanistan, hold the bus. Libya, Yemen, Somalia, Syria, Iraq, Pakistan, seventy-two a day. This is a uh, Barack Obama. Yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've heard, I've heard about this uh, that he, that he was a he was a really a, a dirty one to be had. But I never, I never knew the numbers. So that's what you're saying, 72 a day. Yeah, while he was in power. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, and that's a goodness, Democrat. Man. They're supposed to be anti-war. Uh, they're obviously, they're not, they're not the ones that are meant to be, they're meant to be appeasing the, the yeah. power and all that, and obviously they're the fights. But, uh, oh my God, I mean, I, I, probably people are like, wait, you didn't know that? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't actually know that. I just, I hear wee bits and bobs, and you, I'm like, I'm always just kind of like, I need more information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how much information you tell me, I'm still like, nah, that's that's not right, that's not true. And there's probably people who would be listening to this and go like, nah, that's 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 crap, they're lying. Mm-hmm. How but quite clearly we're no lying. You're on the line. This is stuff this is stuff you can find out. Well, that's what I'm saying. See see Operation Northwoods, I I love to go back to that one because the, after Operation Northwoods, uh, where the government asked JFK to blow up their own vessel that was sat in the in the Gulf of Cuba and yeah. blame it on the Cubans That's because what I was you know, start, yep. yeah Fidel Castro was getting friendly with the Russians He's and they didn't want them being so close to the American border so he asked JFK to blow up their own vessel full of American yep. you know military and he said no and that got uh, through the Freedom of Information Act mm-hmm. things get released. And this is what I keep pointing out to people that aren't awake or maybe don't want to believe it is that there must have been a nefarious group of people, whether it be the government or some secret society that JFK talked about. And yep. ultimately, ultimately, that speech Cost probably got him killed. Um, that these things aren't just going to be like after Operation Northwoods, oh, we better just stop doing this and be mm-hmm. good people. Like they're going to they're going to advance and, and 
to me, 9-11 was the next one yeah. where basically they had to do something to take the freedoms away from the people, which is the Patriot Act came in after that. Uh, all our freedoms at airports and security amped up. And that was basically along with what JP said with war, uh, being able to go over to Afghanistan and Iraq and just, you know, just murder innocent people and pillage them for all they had with oil and the poppy fields. The poppy fields is huge over there. Mm. Uh, opium fields, sorry. Yep. Uh, because that is the biggest distributor, like that field. And, and they've got military guarding these opium fields and sending the opium back to the to the US. Do you know the US and, Army uh, were actually bringing it back? Yep, yep. Uh, so, so basically creating these false flags to get people scared, uh, scared for their lives, create terrorism. Um, it, it's it's all a big part of the plan. And uh, that's for, for me. Because Osama bin Laden, the, the scare, a lot of people believe that he was in the CIA and that he was his name is actually Tim Osman. Um, that's one theory that I know uh, would probably... Yeah, you can look him up and you'll get <laughs> the, the, not, the, not, the clean-shaven kind of suited-up guy, Tim Osman, and he, he does really look like him. And I've actually listened to a podcast where one of the guests said that he was actually at uh, uh, an awards kind of ceremony and he was actually being recognised for his good work, uh, Tim Osman was, and he was there and watched him go up on stage and collect an award as Tim Osman. So uh, these are the kind of things I know that I like to throw them in there because it it, it adds to it and it, there is stuff there you can find on that. But I know a lot of people will turn away when you start to tell them things like that. But uh, before I, I end my little talk here, CNN actually went into o Osama Bin Laden's cave yep. and interviewed him. This is the one that I laugh about so much because we were told that Osama Bin Laden, no one could find him for years. Nobody could find him. And yet CNN went into his cave and set up their cameras and interviewed them. You can go and watch that. Well, so, actually on the uh, loose change, they mm -hmm. said that he was actually in America at the time having an operation. Wow. So that was another part of it. It's uh, very, very strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All these things. Um, it is bizarre. Another thing, Paul, was... Some of the interviews they show you, right? So you've got mm -hmm. this guy who's just basically said, I've just came down to the tower and checked everywhere, and it's all clear, right? And there's like hardly a speck of dust on him. You know, he's just took off this mask thing, his helmet, and it looks as if he just walked out of a jailer and went on to set. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and he's getting interviewed, and, and some of the things that they say is just like, what? You know, I, I can't even. I'm just, I'm going, to, I'm just going to throw something in there. I know it's got nothing to do with, it's got nothing to do with 9/11, but we're talking about uh, the, the 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 media, the, the mainstream media telling you lies or telling you stuff that they want you to hear. The and one news. of the some 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 fake news, and somebody told me. Now, do you remember? And again, it's it's not the same subject, but it's the same kind of stuff that I'm going to talk about. Uh, when we first had the, we first had the coronavirus, right, and uh, Boris Johnson had supposedly had it, right, he was then took it, taken to hospital. Do you remember that? Yes. He was taken to hospital, but he he was never ever seen coming out of the hospital. And did you know that actually there's a hospital underneath Downing Street? They need to know that no, there's a there's a hospital there's a some there was a lot there was a girl that's, that works for 
I won't mention her name, but she works for she worked for the Evening Times, and she worked. She also worked for a there was a, another news company she worked for. Anyway, she done a wee bit of reporting, and she said that all the reporters know that there's a there's an underground hospital uh, that was built uh, underneath Downing Street for a sort of thing we've lost somebody. We've got a, there's there's an underground hospital under there, and that's where he would have went if there was any issues with him. So people only told us. So if I see if it was that vital, it would have went there. Yeah. So people say that again. Again, that's another thing that people, the mainstream media, obviously they tell us about the fake news and all that. Now I have, I think we've lost JP. Is JP still there? No, he's left. He's left no. on my one as well. Uh he's left. That means he's he's must be cut off. He might. Hopefully he'll come back in. We'll see if he comes back in. I'll give him a wee text. Oh, Tom. Oh, here you go. Aye, J- John Paul, sorry, but we lost you. I'm back, right? guys. Sorry, I pressed something on my phone and it just cut it off. Sorry, I'm back. No, no, again. So, talking to, I was talking to uh, Ian there. Supposedly, there's a we were talking about the, underground. the I underground Downing Street. Did you know that that was there? Never heard of it. First, right, well, this is another thing. This is another thing we could maybe go on about. And no, no, for this podcast, obviously. Uh, but I, so there was a lassie that told me who works for the uh, news companies and. She was saying, no, there's, there's definitely a, there's a hospital underneath. But again, that's another thing we can talk about in our day. Well, right, mate, so anyway. If it comes to somebody in the news, it's obviously fake. <laughs> I, well, there you go. It could be fake news as well, I know. But uh, so anyway, what's next? What, what do you think? Obviously, what else was massive that day that you know it's just a complete lie? Uh, is there anything else that you want to shine some light on? I thought that the story that the, the passport was found of one of the, you know, the hijackers. You know, we're told that there was molten metal and these these buildings fell to crumbled down, and and yet they found they found one of the passports of the hijackers just lying there on the sidewalk. So, and and also on on the on the hijackers, uh, we're led to believe that they had like training to drive these planes, and what they actually did train on was a Cessna plane, yeah. which if you look at one of those compared to the jumbo, you know, the Boeing's that hit the towers, yep. you've got no chance. It's... So they're, they're basically the guy who actually reported the flew it went into the company and asked to hire, um, rent basically the plane. So part of the rental is you need to prove that you can fly. And the instructor said the guy could hardly speak English and he almost was incapable of taking off and landing, you know. So Aye. you've got very little the... instruments as you can imagine, a Cessna, and you know what, a, a big jumbo plane like that has got dials coming at you everywhere, you know? Aye. Um, so, Aye, so there was no chance, no, not a chance in hell that this, uh, this boy would have been able to fly a plane. How, how many years does it take a pilot to train to be a pilot? No, I know. You know? Aye. And this guy's, Aye. oh, let me just, let me go in a couple of lessons in my wee Cessna here. And I'll fly it into the World Trade Center. <laughs> and also, oh. they talk about the, the speed that came in and the weight it would have to have come in to hit that. They said it's near impossible. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it, uh, well, like I said, there's, there's just so many things that people uh, people like that, hold on a minute, does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I say, again, I'm just, I'm just like a, the daft guy asking the questions, right? But for me... Uh, there was a lot of people who supposedly died that day, and I, I say supposedly. Died. I suppose I know I don't know a lot of people died that day, but uh, <clears throat> sorry, supposedly is the wrong the wrong word. Uh, obviously, it's the wrong word. But a lot of people died that day. Was there anything 
that just out of sorts for me, as in if if these people that obviously died, surely they would be looking at this themselves. Is there any been is there any been uh, stories of them looking at this and going like, no, hold on a minute, this isn't right? Have you heard anything like that for, for people that have lost loved ones? There is stuff there. Um, can I just touch on one interesting thing? I Ian just learned about this yesterday. Um, and I actually watched a wee documentary on the photographer yesterday. But the Falling Man. Yep. Falling Man. Who's that? So somebody, always honest, uh, somebody jumped from the, the building itself. But the way right. the guy, this guy was taking pictures constantly as he fell, and, and the way he fell. Now, he was taken by a photographer, Richard Drew, um, in the world on that day, and it went sort of viral back then. It was like used, every paper was using it. But it was the way he fell, right? And he had, at one point, he had his leg crossed. What's the name on the tarot card? Was it, Ian, oh, know? yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the same, it's the same pose as the tarot card um, where the man's fallen and he's kind of making a triangle with his legs at the mm-hmm. back. And he's doing things like like a, almost like a Jesus pose with his arms out wide. Um, and it was the cover of the magazine in America yeah. that's huge. I can't remember. Yeah, but, uh, so many that used yeah. that um, used that that image. Time, it was Time magazine. When I watched, the reason I watched the documentary on that, The Fallen Man, was because I thought it may have brought up the way he fell and what it was related to, but it, it never even mentioned it, which I thought that was why I was watching it for. Mm-hmm. But it was, there's just so many things. And then you see when he's falling the line, you get the black on the left-hand side and the right on the right-hand side. You know, it's right in a divide. Yeah. So, are you saying it's like uh, something that's been staged? Aye, uh, I think we we'll better clarify that because that sounds quite brutal if we're yeah, saying that someone's jumping to their death and making. But what right, what, what I mean, it is 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 for me, I'm starting to learn from from JP, and hopefully we'll get his cousin on Sean for a, for an episode. But I'm learning a lot of these. Uh, events and things that happen in our lives, even down to the point of every little headline that happens on a daily basis, there is a lot of symbology in these stories and events uh, relating to who is, um, you know, in control of them. <laughs> and numbers are, are reoccurring, such as number 11, number 33, number 93. Yeah. There are certain numbers that mean things. <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a podcast in itself that we'll have to do. But uh, for the listeners, for listening to this one, there is a lot of symbology in 9-11 with the number 11, uh, not only in the date, but um, New York City has 11 letters. Um, the two towers look like an 11. Um, help me out, JP, because honestly, there's about seven oh, or eight no. uses of the number 11 yeah. um, in, in, in that event itself alone. Um, and this is what we're starting to understand that numerology and symbology is yeah. a key to, if you if you want to get into these things to to debunk them and to yeah. you know see who's behind them and if they're true or not then that's that's definitely the route you need to go down so and and like JP just said he watched a documentary and none of this was mentioned and that's why I'm starting to believe that that is the key stuff the stuff that you won't hear yeah, in mainstream. Um, it's 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 definitely it's fascinating me. I, I'm just new to it, um, but, yeah. but it's got me hooked already. And it's, um, it's a bit. It's like 
everything every day we learn, it's a bit of wow factor, isn't it, Ian? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, well, I'm just I'm just amazed that uh, New York City actually has got eleven uh, letters in it. So you're right. I've uh-huh. just had to count that up. I've had to write it out and uh, <laughs> number up. But uh-huh. I oh so sorry the, sorry sorry Paul. Uh, New York is the eleventh state. That that was another ah one. Um, with eleven and, and yeah. actually oh there, there's tons well, honestly Paul. Sorry for cutting you off, but there there's tons. No, that's fine. And yes. uh, you start to see these numbers reoccurring um, in in events. Uh, so go on. Uh, uh, also, Paul, before you go back in, you actually showed me one a, a really good video uh, last weekend. Remember with the, with the money regarding nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners about that? Uh, what was the what was the video again? I said I've seen that many different fold, videos. The, the way you fold ah, the no, I was t- aye, the way you folded the dollars and it gives you the oh, that was right. It was the was it the it showed you on the five dollar, then the ten dollar, then the twenty dollar. Yeah. Was it that one? Yeah, and it showed you. Oh my God, man! I wish I'd, I wish I'd got the the video. Now for me, uh, the, the whole story between that was. Uh, now I'm still, I'm still shocked, right? Because when you look at it, I mean, we've had, we've had a new one. You've obviously seen yes. the new one with the, the twenty pound note. note. I was trying to get. I went to the bank today to get uh, enough to do it thirty quid, and they gave me free tenors. So, so I couldn't have done the twenty pound <laughs> with that today. I was raging because I couldn't get a twenty quid. So. Uh, but the I with this symbology, it gives you so no symbology, but it gives you the the, the money of a uh, and if you fold up in a certain way, yeah, like it gives you it gives you an airplane, but it gives you on each of them going up, and it gives you the whole story of what had happened with nine eleven, and also and also with the with the not just the twin towers, but also uh, with the other building as well. And it was like yeah, so basically, each note you went up, the towers were coming down. Remember? Aye. And you see that, then you can see what smoke coming from them. Aye. I mean, that is. I, I need to get a twenty pound note. I know you was. Where did you get the video of the day? The, the obviously the coronavirus one. Where was that? Where did you get that video? That oh, was. Uh, I can't it's remember. Was around, it you it's around the internet, isn't it? I've got it here. Actually, somebody else sent me it today because they know I'm in here. Have you tried it yet? Have you tried the twenty pound note? Have you tried it? So I'll have to wait till payday for my twenty note. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm seeing. I've, I've wasted my twenty pound on two tenors, so fucking an absolute nightmare. And I couldn't even put them together, so I started looking at my tenor to see if there's any on that. And I'm like, hold a minute, there's somebody holding my face mask, you know? but there was nothing else. But I, I mean, that's the see if it's actually. I mean, people used to say, people always saying, even if, if problems follow them, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Follow the money, and it's actually in the money. So if if we can try and get that clarified, I know we've seen it in the video, but if we can actually see it for ourselves uh, with the paper in our hands, with the, the money in our hands to do it, I'm not saying it's not happening, but I want to see it with the way right in my hands. Because mm-hmm. it could be a camera trick. For me, it's a camera trick until I see it in my hands, until I see it. So I'm going to look for this £20 for it, the one for the coronavirus anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, obviously, symbology is, is what we're going to tap on a lot. We're going to tap all, a lot of symbology, uh, and I think we've lost JGP again, but never mind. So we're going, we're going to talk about a lot of symbology in this pink iceberg, this podcast that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to finish on? If JP can get back on, anything else you think you can think of? Sorry, yeah. guys, I was. <laughs> no, right. will you try to look for? A, you'll try to look for some dollars there. No, basically, t- I was going to the video showing you the twenty pound note thing, and then it just cut off. Ah, I just cut off. But I know, anyway. 
in the corner of a 20, right, there's a sort of symbol that looks like the virus. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And you sort of you fold it up, fold it, and then you fold it so it's in the sort of four sections. Uh, and then and you open it in the corner, you've got like uh, another hologram and you've got a face. A face, that's and right. Then you see a mask. Ah, yeah, it's, 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 then, it's unreal. What you've got, and then you fold up, you look at the front of it, fold it you get 20. Obviously, Aye. for £20, and you open it up again, 20, and there's 20, so it's... It's in our 2020. 20, 20. Mate, as I was saying, Ian, it's the symbology part of all this. We're going to tap a lot into this symbology. We will, we will talk about it. People, I didn't know anything about this until I met you two guys. Uh, until, until, and obviously, your your mm-hmm. cousin's going to come on to our show as well, John Paul, uh, JP, so we're going to get him on to... Uh, who, <laughs> who isn't his name, Mug. We know this. I've already, we've already spoke, I've spoke to him on only a couple of occasions. I know he's no a mug for just a way he tells you some stuff. Uh, so, I we're going to get into this big time, uh, and hopefully, I know. yeah. How many times did we say thirty-three the other day? Oh no, it's almost. <laughs> it's getting to the stage where when you when you hear about something big in the news, you can just Aye. you can just guess that or oh, the, the victim or the the person doing the crime was thirty-three years of age. Uh, because as well, we'll like you say, we'll get into it where 33 is like the main number, yeah. but there are other numbers and there are uh, names even that get dropped in. Um, and, and even down to a, a more recent one, one that ev- is on everyone's lips just now with the, the George Floyd, plenty of symbology in the George Floyd oh, yeah. uh, killing, you know, the, the day he died uh, with the street name, the car, yeah. the license plate, and uh, loads of stuff. So, yeah, by by George, we did it. Yeah, is 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 one of the things. But again, I we're going to massively talk about that. But uh, I and again, we need to say to people who are listening to this, we are no, we are no experts. No. Mm-hmm. We're no experts of any, and we would never claim to be. But what we have done is we have found people like us, like ourselves, who are awake. I think that's probably the best description. Who are awake to some stuff, yep. and. I was speaking to, I mean, as soon as you speak to anybody who's maybe no awake or they're maybe half awake, they always have a, uh, a comeback and they say, aye, but that, you just see what you want to see. And that's the common, that seems to be the common retort. No, you're just seeing what you want to see. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but it seems to be, no, actually, if you look at this <laughs> for longer than two seconds, you might just see what we can see. Yeah. So I think that's, used two guys are, are, have been amazing for me because I've not known half of this. So I need a big used to up especially, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been good uh, talking to you about it because I we're all, we're only at the beginning beginning yeah. of this pink iceberg. Aye, that's it. It's just beginning. And I see we could sit here all night and talk, but aye, I think we've uh, scared enough people for the night. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. So, any, have you got anything else to say before we go? Oh, I think we've done enough damage for the one evening. <laughs> aye. Well, well, people's brains are probably melting right. uh, if they've got to this for 50 mm-hmm. minutes. But uh, no, if, if you have been listening to this show, please share it. Uh, just don't get to anybody within the authority because they'll all shut us down. Uh, <laughs> also mention, Paul, I mean, don't take our word for it. As I say, we, we're not seeing this as fact yeah. or gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, do your own research um, yeah. and, and you'll see there's plenty of stuff there. But you'll then start to go... When is a coincidence? Too much a coincidence? You know? <laughs> Aye. Can I, oh, that's it. Can I also add, just to finish off for me, uh, yeah. anytime there's things like this, it's emotionally charged when there's deaths, and I get that. Um, yeah. But for me, what I always say is, if I was to have died in 9-11, or if I was to catch this virus and die, 
I would hope that my family and my friends would look into it for me, like to make sure like it's not, you know, if these people died at the hands of the government when 9-11, you know, I, I'd want my family to do some digging and to get justice for me. So that's all we're doing. We're not, we're not, you know, making Aye. any mockery of these people no. dying and, no, and not saying that not. they didn't die or, you know, that that's, that's not what we're about. So no. uh, we don't want Aye. to confuse people by saying that we're being uh, un like Aye. sensitive to that. Yeah. 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 No. Definitely, mate. And I think it's like I say, I, I can have a wee slip of the tongue sometimes, and you, you might say I might use words like supposedly and no mean it. Now I'm actually I never actually meant that. But like I say, we're definitely no, we're no, we're no here to cause any harm. We're, we're just doing a bit of home. We're not here to scare monger as well. We're, we're just here to show. Look, there is, there is, aye, there is, there's, there's actual stuff out there. And and many to you for instance. Now, guys, it's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much for coming on a, a Pink Iceberg that you are also part of. Yes. Uh, oh, we're really? we're going to be getting we're going to be getting more more on. Uh, we have got obviously three hosts here. Yep. Uh, me be myself, Paul Quinn. I'm Paul Quinn, and we've got who else have we got? The, the young JP here. Young I'll young JP. Guys, if and, you are listening, and you would like us to talk about something or go over something aye. or explain something for you. Will be more than welcome. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And the awesome, the awesome, the awesome guy for Peter Heed, which your name, mate? The Peter Heed Loon, uh, Ian Dybal. Thank you, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, also well, known as like the Loon Ball. The Loon Ball. <laughs> the Loon Ball. Right, my man. Absolutely brilliant, guys. I'll see you on the beach. Hold on, hold on. Uh, JP, oh. you want to promote your Twitter for the, the Pink Ice Oh, I'd, we better do that. That's enough. Def definitely. We may as well get that out of the road. So what's the Twitter for the for this? Well, I did start it um, as Get It Tell, right? So it's still at Get It Tell, but it is up there. But it will be Pink Iceberg. As, and I'll just tell you, Pink Iceberg, but it says at It Tell underneath. I'm not clued up in the old Twitter thing yet, but... Ah, we'll sort it out. We'll get, we'll get it. And we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll start to put the, these uh, links in the description anyway, because that's quite easy to do, but I will, we'll get this done. And no, guys, it's been absolutely brilliant. Like right. I say, it's, it's shocking to the core. Some of the stuff that people don't know. And like I say, that's what we're all about here at Pink Iceberg. We're going to find out all this stuff and we're going to just start telling you stuff that you might, might not know of. All right. right. Brilliant. God Thank bless. you, Paul. God bless you boys. Speak to you later on. Speak Have a good night. Ta-da. Bye-bye.